Recording in progress. Life, Gen- Life, Life Jennings. <laughs> the headline should have said Life Jennings calls Jeffrey Dahmer little homie. <laughs> little homie. Uh, there's some homies you don't want to have. Right. There's, there's some things, you you know, there's at some point, what would make you distance yourself from a person? I would say eating four or five niggas would be it. That would, that would, <laughs> that would definitely go on the list. If you ate a bunch of people, like cannibalized and really ate, like literally ate some people. I would say that would that that's safe to say to go on a list of distance yourself from uh, such persons. He wanted to put some Worcestershire on that ass. <laughs> <laughs> Bet your Negro's got a lot of sodium. <laughs> How about your overall? Oh. That would be the a cannibal. We're like, well, what are black people? It's, it's fair. High in sodium, but pretty tasty. Like, I don't eat that shit. <laughs> it's not. It's that good. You. It's one of the things that's good, but not necessarily good for you. But, you know, I enjoy a, I enjoy, I enjoy a nice Negro with some, <laughs> with some white wine. You have to balance the black with the white. That's what, you know. <laughs> we don't have a guest on this one, so I don't need that. Or the full full zoom. Unless I unless I go back to the do, no we can't do we bring Kaylee on? You wanna bring Kaylee on? If I show the link, you wanna or you may have to um well, let's see. Yeah, you may have to put her on camera with you. We'll we'll plan it out. See, we're planning out. And plus she I'm sure she's chasing the kids. I could just call her. That might be even funnier. Historical accuracy. The woman king is set in the king, kingdom of Dahomey in the year 1823. The kingdom existed from around 1600 through 1904, and the Goje existed for most of that time. <laughs> okay. Role in slavery. Historically, Dahomey was a kingdom that conquered other African states and enslaved their citizens to sell in the Atlantic slave trade, and most of the kingdom's wealth was derived from slavery. The Agoji had a history of participating in slave raiding and slavery in Dahame persisted after the British Empire stopped Dahame from continuing in the Atlantic slave trade. So they kept, they kept it going. It, it, yeah, like the British was like, y'all, y'all too wild. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, we selling slaves and all, but y'all too wild. Yeah, I'm all for selling. Okay. I'm all for selling uh, niggas, but y'all take it too far. <laughs> what? Which it had become in 1730, as portrayed in the film. Dahomey fought successfully to be free Hello? from its status under Oyo. Hey, Kay. Also in the film, you're. Yeah. Would you uh, come grab this plate from me, please, ma'am? All right, no problem. And do you want to tell your story on the phone, or you want to be on camera? Board. Oh, I'm got. Take I got to do it right now. No, no, not right this second. Right now. I mean, we, you know, we're recording today, but. I can I can pull you in on the phone to tell your story, or we can set it up for another day for you to be on camera. You can set it up another day. I'm not camera ready. I'm in my pajamas. Are you not? You're not camera ready. No, I'm not. I have like to get hair and makeup ready. done. Hair and makeup, funny. You fancy, huh? 
No, not really. <laughs> Fancy enough to All be right. hair and makeup. <laughs> They're just gonna be Vaseline. <laughs> what you said? What? They'll just be Vaseline. <laughs> Vaseline. The hood comes All out. Right. There it is. I knew it was in there. See. All right, ta ta. Oh, Vaseline up. Dr. Dre beats, but they're medieval. Medieval? Uh uh. Wait. Uh uh. Yo. <laughs> okay, is in the club. <laughs> okay, how about California Love? Yo, if they if they drop that for Game of Thrones though. <laughs> Yo. Can't you can't you see like <laughs> uh what's his name? Jamie Lannister coming in. That's his walk in music. Hilarious. Hilarious. Okay. That would be fantastic. Last one, gin and juice. That actually kind of hits a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, that ain't, that ain't gin and juice. That's meat and ale. <laughs> right. <laughs> Who does this? Who is this? Beetle. Somebody the, that's very, very fucking bored. Beetle the barcode uh, on their channel. They have this shit on there. Some of Dr. Dre's beats, best beats performed. Or medieval-ish instruments. Welcome to the bar, bar car, bard cock. Shit, I can't talk. Bard core. All right, interesting. Wow. Wow. So it's official. Fucking official. Deadpool is in the MCU. And uh, oh yeah, they was definitely gonna do that. He says hard keeping my mouth soon. Shut about this one. <laughs> oh, there's another there's another clip of them two together. Where's it at? Hi. Hi. How are you? You have questions. Yes. I, I had a lot of questions. I'm sure you had a lot of questions, but rest assured, we're going to answer them right now. Like, for example, how is Wolverine alive yeah. after Logan? Logan uh, takes place in 2029. Mm -hmm. Totally separate thing. Mm -hmm. Logan died in Logan not touching that. What actually happens in our film is these two <laughs> are <laughs> fucking Thank you, Kevin Feige. Love you, Kevin Feige. Thank you, MCU. Wake me up They're like, they must really be friends or something. 
Because he always he's always and mentioned. Ryan Reynolds is. There is no television. Ryan Reynolds is a shit starter. Yeah. He he likes he likes to stir the pot. All right. You ready? Yes, sir. I am ready. All right. Here we come. Coming down in three, two. I think um, you need to say clearly what happened. Who gives a fuck? I don't care if he personally hit Candace Owens and her stinky cray cray. No good thing starts with, I was thinking about my ex. He ain't learned his lesson. That's a brother ain't gonna learn shit. I know this is gonna be a lot of good. Okay. Let's keep this shit funky. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what's happening? What's unpopping? What's crackulating? Good people, welcome to the Unpopping Show, home of unpopular opinions. I am T Storm, and as always, joined by my brother in crime, brother in crime, DJ Mike Swift. Look, we might need to change that because people might really think we do crime. <laughs> like, who them old dudes sticking up a bodega? <laughs> crime. Well. There was that one time. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not even going. It's it's funny. So in our intro, it still has the and I haven't changed. We haven't changed it yet. But it's appropriate for today. The mention of uh, uh, Candace Owens stinky cray cray. Um, <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. Uh... <laughs> we'll get to that well, in look, a second. As- as as you come in the door, please pay the cost of admission. Admission, hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell, leave a like, and if you feel so inclined, leave a comment. And don't forget to share with your friends and family who want to get these jokes. Yes, yes, and they are jokes. Point that out. We we are a or more of a comedy podcast. We may touch on some serious stuff, but we poking fun at a lot of stuff. So take it with a. Have a sense of humor, if, if, if you will. Why don't you? Um, on a personal note, um, this past weekend, Friday, I I was able to please a room full of white women. <laughs> and you haven't even become a ball player or a millionaire yet. Right. <laughs> What's even... What's even more impressive? What's even more impressive? It was while my wife watched. <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, I am talking about a club. I DJ that club this weekend. What did you what did you think I was talking about? Um I did a spot. I think man. we just found the Instagram clip. <laughs> Please, they room full of white women, as my wife watched. Yes, um, even it wasn't even encouraging. <laughs> okay, let me stop now. Um, no, I did this. I did this. Club. She was like, "Go hard, go hard." <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you're gonna have to go deep if you go. Okay, so, um, yeah, yeah, I did a club. Oh, that's it was, just great. It was a, a cool, cool spot in the city. Um, and maybe back there again this coming weekend. So we'll see. I'm waiting for him to hit me back. In the meantime, I saw a my- little clip that you posted, and uh, you 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 had him you had him going, man. Oh, I, yeah. I, I ain't mad at you. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, do, I, do, I, I mean I know my rock and roll vibes. I know my you know my house music, my dance music. I enjoy stuff that has tempo. You know what I mean? So 
as I'm, you know, getting back out in these streets and the nightlife, New York City nightlife, you know, be on the lookout. I'm on the prowl. And white women are not safe. <laughs> I was just about to say, uh, hide your wives, hide your daughters. That's <laughs> it. My neighbors, my neighbors, they came out there. They came out and hung out with me too. It was fun. They had a good time. They had a good, good time. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, any case, uh, let's we'll jump right into it. Yeah, let's. Where, where do you want to start? Where you? Because it's a lot. We got. In fact, we probably have more content for this show than we've had for any other show we've done in like 2022. We got a lot of topics, so okay. we might burn through some of them pretty quick. But let's, let's okay. just jump in. Well, okay. Well, we'll, we'll stay on that white. Um, Bobby Brown was recently on Mike Tyson's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and made the admission or, you know, uh, uh, well, not even admission. He told a story about when he was a kid and that his, you know, his mom used to be a, a dealer. She used to sell Coke and he had a very unfortunate accident with it. And uh, I just want to share that. When I was you. younger, my mother used to deal. She used to um, keep the Coke in the freezer in a plastic bag. And I thought it was flour. Mm. I didn't. I didn't know it was. Mm -hmm. You know. Damn. So you got that bird all. I, I got it. Yeah, flowered I got up. It all flowered up. And How old were you? I was about nine. <laughs> oh shit! Cooking for the right. family. You know, I was. You the only one that ate, huh? I was the only one that ate. <laughs> I was dad to rush me to the hospital. <laughs> oh shit, Bobby! Was you it know, good before it hit though? Does the chicken the taste book. good? Like, do you remember? The chicken like, was the chicken was bomb. Bomb. Like, bomb. Bomb. Shit was bomb. In your mouth. It was just. It was just <laughs> too much. They came in the house and I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> when I was. <laughs> Go. Shout out to Bobby Brown for that, man. But how, why is it? And Mike Tyson immediately was like, yeah, the chicken had to be good. <laughs> it was better than cocaine. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Bobby. Oh, man. That's, that's Bobby. a horrible. I'm glad he survived that. But wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to have jokes for this. <laughs> I don't really think I have any. I'm just, I'm, my mind is blown by that. Yeah. His yeah. mind was blown by it also. <laughs> Several times over. Um, so, I, so I wonder when he, I wonder if he, you know, has, a, feels a certain way when um, fried chicken comes out the, <laughs> if he sees fried chicken, does, does his mind go back to, does he eat fried chicken now? Or does, you know what I'm saying? Still looking for that. Traumatized. Yeah. Or, Still addicted to fried chicken. Now he's. He, I think he's been on a health kick. Uh, so I don't know if he's still, if he's doing fried stuff or anything. But wow, I, I don't. I don't know what else to say about that. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, we joke or whatever. But shout out to Bob, man. Like that dude, he has lived through some stuff. Yes. Man. Yeah, man. he has lived through some stuff, and he's still out here kicking, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I, you know what? On a similar story, I once battered chicken and soap powder. <laughs> Wait, what? So, okay, back in Atlanta, um, I was clubbing, 
you know, doing my, doing, you know, I was out in the clubs DJing or whatever, and I would come home late. And it was one night I I was hungry and wanted to, I was going to make myself something to eat out, you know. And um, so I, I go and I wander myself into the kitchen and there's this canister where the flour is. is. I get the flour, I get the chicken, I batter, boom, 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 the stove. And then I don't know how I figured that it was, it felt, the texture of it felt weird and I smelled it and it was soap powder and I had to throw the chicken away. Um, the kid's mom had put soap powder in the place where flour usually goes. <laughs> it was on the counter. And I found it and almost cooked the chicken in soap powder. Are you sure that wasn't a plot to take you out, bro? I, well, we are no longer together, so yeah, I, I maybe. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. That sounds bizarre. Yeah, was, I was I, I was more pissed off that I didn't I wasn't able to eat. <laughs> then I probably should have been pissed off about the soap powder being in what was you know you know the place where uh, 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 flowers. Now my wife has peeked her head in from behind the camera. Why are you disturbing my story? Because I never heard that one before. You never heard that story. She heard before? baby mama. You heard baby mama. Right, right. <laughs> well, you'll hear it when the podcast goes up. Close my door. Thank you. I'm actually listening. Okay. I can't hear you because I have headphones on and I'm actually. <laughs> Are you going to, you, if you're going to come over here, you said you wasn't, you said you wasn't camera ready. I am now. You're camera ready. Oh boy. Here we go. This, this is the beginning of, of T sleeping on the couch. No, I, I'm That's... sleeping on the couch. <laughs> Yeah, she is, ladies and gentlemen. What's up, homie? Hi. Kaylee in the building. Oh, got my knees, my knees. You, you know, I, I tell you, uh, you and Meg, Meg the Stallion and them knees is going to go out eventually. No, I don't have Meg the Stallion knees anymore. <laughs> I used to. That was, that was a long time ago. Long time ago? Very long time ago. It doesn't work that way anymore. Well, okay. Just watching. As long as you ain't got Meg the Stallion feet now. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. What? As long as you don't have Meg the Stallion feet now, because she got shot in her toes. Allegedly. Allegedly shot in her toes. Whatever. Something hit her toes, and, and they. She. You know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna crack that joke. No. It was right there. Not, it was right there. You were headed. You were headed going, there. I was going. See, you was down me. that path. You started me there. What, what do I owe the uh, the pleasure, ma'am? What, do you, uh, uh, I thought we was gonna reschedule. We was gonna schedule you to be on camera. Unfortunately, the way my schedule works, you gotta schedule it around my schedule. So, because uh, I, I I was able to get away from the kids for now. Oh boy, it's when I'm able to get away. All right, I don't have a microphone. Okay, here's what you do. There's a microphone behind me. See that? Yep, up there. Hit the blue button back there. That means you're going to be standing behind me. Do you see the blue button next to it? Hit the blue button. This is blue. This is just cute. That's a white button. This is the cutest thing I've seen in a long time. A blue box white button. Whatever. 
You don't know your colors? I do. I told you it was blue. You, you didn't see nothing blue, did it's you? It's a white, it's a blue box, white button. Okay. Um, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> this impromptu um, guest uh, is, is my wife, uh, Miss Kaylee G. Hola. Uh, how are you? Dandy. You're dandy. I'm dandy. Um, I don't have any headphones. For, I do. I, I'm, I'm, we were not prepared for you at all. <laughs> I but understand. This is, this, <laughs> We were not prepared. She for just you. crashed. She was like, "Yo, I'm gonna be up in the spot." Right. Okay. Here, do this. Go. Go. Get that bag right there. See again. Trying to. No. No. I just want you to get the bag. Now you're gonna stand up and tell your story. I'm gonna hand you these headphones so you can hear yourself. Oh. Here. Hold that. Hold that. <laughs> this is great. This is great. See other YouTube channels, they would cut all of this stuff out. Right. I think what this stuff that? is fantastic. I do, and and we will get the comments. Where, uh, what old dude uh, nah, left the I'm comment? A, a, I left because nothing was happening. Well, something's <laughs> happening. <laughs> Come okay. on back, bro. Something's happening. I'm right. a, I'm a, I'm gonna hear it from Terrence later. It's all right. No, no, you are gonna hear it from me now. God damn it, woman! You said you was gonna <laughs> schedule. I know, but I got inspired. You were inspired. I was inspired. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we're taking a, a huge detour from what we were going to talk about. Because my wife has decided to join. No, what were you going to talk about? Maybe I can chime in. Well, okay, uh, yes. When you did the poison chicken. Yeah, well, I'm way off that because okay. we were talking about Bobby Brown had um, uh, mistakenly uh, cooked his chicken in, in cocaine when he was nine. He didn't realize it was cocaine and had to be rushed to the hospital. And then I had a similar accident. Didn't but you were nine. No, I was. I was a grown man and and almost cooked uh, some uh, what what you call it um, chicken and soap powder. Mm. So comparatively, not as dangerous because I didn't eat it. But um, what I was going to talk about was um, there is a new um, campaign from Crystals, and there's a young lady. There's, oh boy! There's a young lady that um, Mike and I talk about. You know, every time something pops up, she she does an excellent job and staying you know in the media or some or something like that. And be mad about it, though. Right. That's what kills me. Like, she'll do whatever she need to do to be seen and be in the media, but then be mad about it when people be talking about it. Like, that just, ugh. Yeah. Anyway. Well, this is her new campaign. Those are my feelings. This is her new campaign for Crystals. Um, Crystals, for those uh, um, in the northern areas, is um, would be what White Castles is to us up here in the north. Okay? So, check it out. Yeah. The only side chicks I've seen that look better than me are these right here. Introducing three new, thicker, juicier side chicks. <laughs> the new side chick from Crystals. Oh God. What do you think about that, uh, Kelly? No. Why no? Do you, oh, do you know anything about Brittany Rayner? No, I've never heard of her. You've never heard of her? No. Okay. Is that a bad thing? Like no, She is... She she is essentially the queen of side chicks. Mm -hmm. um, uh, she is the Corinne Steffens of our time. Like superhead. Um, yes. She. I was trying not to say that name, oh, else we sorry. get booted off of YouTube. But thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I'll just edit you out. It's fine. But. Uh, um, uh, but no, she she got she wrote a book about. Um, all of her exploits 
she takes to the internet and the social media channels often to talk about how easy it is to get over on ball players because they're dumb. Girl, get your money, get your paper up. Got pregnant by PJ Washington, who Basketball plays player. for, I don't remember who he plays for, but he plays for somebody in the NBA. And that relationship didn't work out. And she has gone on the woe is me, but I'm I'm a bad B tour. Right. Right. It's just it's it's a contradiction in how she lives versus what she wants. Mm -hmm. And people enjoy calling her out to the carpet. So it's ironic that she would do an an endorsement and refer to herself in the endorsement as a side chick. chick. Right. Mm -hmm. Because she done been a side chick. But she won't claim that she was. Well, she wasn't. No. No, she won't claim side chick. She claims it as uh, I'm just living my best life right. and women should be able to exercise their sexuality. That's what she puts it under, uh, under that stuff, which, you know, whatever. But if you're going to be it, don't be mad about it. Right. She, yeah. she, she, um, she jumped in and embraced the role of villain, yeah. right? So it's not like, the internet villainized her and she's fighting back against it. She embraced the role of villain and took it all the way to the bank. And she even said she's doing it again. She says something to the, you know, to the effect of hide, hide your sons. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It was like, Oh, it's stepdaddy season. Hide your sons or some, something nonsense like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, she got, listen, I guess if you're going to be a side chick, you know, the point is to get a check. Mm-hmm. And that's what she's so doing. She finally actually got a legitimate check. <laughs> there you go. To uh, you know, identify and be a side chick. Endorse to endorse side chicks. <laughs> so I got a problem with this on a couple of different levels. Uh one, you know, her calling herself a side chick. I think I've expressed my feelings on that pretty adequately. Mm-hmm. But the other one, and this this is a me thing. I'm just gonna put it out there as a me thing. Okay. I have a hard time with black people endorsing chicken on TV. It just, <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I just do. When I see black people endorsing fried chicken, I just be like, oh man. You know what that reminds me of? in a side of watermelon Mary. juice. You know what that reminds me of? Mm-hmm. So you remember the Mary J um, chicken ad? Yep. <laughs> yep. Do you remember that? I do. I do. I do. Oh my god. Yeah, where you go. Exciting things are. Are you pulling up Mary Shane? Welcome to Burger King. Oh, what's in those new chicken snack wraps? What's in the new what's chicken snack? What's in the new snack? chicken wraps? Mary? <laughs> oh my Crispy chicken, fresh salad. Oh my god. Three cheeses, fresh chicken, wrapped up in the And then everybody behind the, the counter is dancing. Dancing, exactly. Come and get it at Burger King. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, and, and so then um, she had to go back and go, oh yeah, now nah, that was a mistake. They they wasn't supposed to use that mix or something or that music or whatever the case. But it was, she had a fire, that that's that beat that was from one of her records. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was, that was actually pretty hot. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> It's going to be a no for me. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, the, 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 the chicken thing, the, the, the chicken endorsements. I mean, I, 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 to this day, I still feel funny 
ordering anything with watermelon if there's uh, Caucasian people around. Um, it's it's and it shouldn't be that way, but mm-hmm. it it is. It is. Dude, you giving up poultry eat. was the best thing I ever did. Giving up what? Poultry. Really? When I gave up poultry, it was the best thing I ever did. Really? Yeah, because I didn't have to worry about that mess no more. Because I used to worry about that. Like, you know, you had an office party and, you know, somebody brings in uh, uh, a platter or, mm-hmm. or whatever. And mm-hmm. it's chicken. It could be chicken wings, fried chicken, chicken. It don't matter. And I'd just be like, knowing I wanted it, but be like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I can't eat chicken in front of y'all. I can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> For, it's, it's that reason. You know they're going to be looking. As soon as you put it in your mouth, they're going to go, see? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. For that same reason, I don't order Hennessy at restaurants or, yeah. or clubs in the day. In fact, so there was a there was a time, I think I told this story, but there was time when we when we lived in um in Philly. We went to this, um we went to this Chinese, we was in Chinatown in Philly. Mm-hmm. Went to this restaurant. Kelly, you remember this? Yeah, I remember. Sit down. And they had like the live seafood where you could pick out the you know lobsters and all that type of stuff, right? So I'm ordering food and then see they had a they had a drink menu. I said, "Oh, y'all got drinks?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, we have, you have alcohol." Okay. He's like, "What you want? Uh, what you want, Hennessy?" And I looked at him. I was like, "Yeah, no, I don't want no goddamn Hennessy." <laughs> Give me a vodka. Your ass wanted Hennessy. I wanted Hennessy, but you ain't supposed to know that shit. <laughs> And if you know it, you're damn sure ain't supposed to say it. Oh my God. You could have kept that to yourself and just immensely go, mm-hmm, I knew it. <laughs> but then it would have been worse. It would have been worse if he, if he hadn't said it. If he didn't say it right then. Mm-hmm. He'd be like, what, what you want? And let me get some hand and he stopped. Hey, Chong, see? I told you. <laughs> he straight pulled your nigga car right there in the oh, store. Like, I told you, I told you. I knew we it. Go, we gonna clean that up for you too. We gonna call it your black card. Thank he you. pulled a black card. Yes. Yeah, it was. It was. It was, um, it was very interesting. So, yeah, it's, it's it's weird to have to dodge and you know and and sidestep these. Uh, um, what what it was uh, stereotypes in public, you know what I mean? There's one stereotype. There's one stereotype that I don't care about, and which is tipping. Tipping, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you know they say traditionally black folks don't tip well. Yeah, I don't care nothing about that. If your service is sucky, I'm not tipping you much of what. Mm-hmm. You know, cab drivers, uh, cab drivers are, are the absolutely worst with it. New York City cab drivers. At one point, they would like ask for it. They would like demand a tip. I'm like, dude, you didn't get out and open my door. What am I tipping you for? <laughs> uh, ooh, ooh, ooh! I was about to say something bad. Look, no, I'm, I'm reading the comments. I'm reading the comments, and it says this sandwich is the first item to be released under hashtag Two Chains, who is the new head of creative marketing for the brand. Oh, for crystals? Is that true? Yes. Is that true? I have to Google. Let's ask Google. Yeah. Um, there's jokes for that too. I won't do it. I won't do it. Because then it would have to be, I mean, then they would have to serve the chicken in a bando. Okay. Sorry. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Trap chicken. It would, it, oh, you my know. God. It's true. Well, shut About up. Crystal. 
Crystal, the South's original quick service restaurant. Let's switch shots so this can be up while, so people don't think I'm making it up. Mm-hmm. And this is per uh, PRNewsWire.com. Crystal, the South's original quick service restaurant chain, is famous for creating delicious indulgences that satisfy any hour of the day. Recently reinvigorated with two chains as head of creative marketing, Crystal's approach to QSR is distinctively different. Originally famous for their small steam sliders, the brand continues to reinvent their menu by finding new ways to serve up unique, craveable, blah, 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 blah. So this is making sense to me now. Okay. Because prior to her, you know, Ray J did a a series of crystal spots. Yeah. Mm. The open late night spots. Right. Okay. Well, shout out to 2 Chains. That's dope. That's really dope. That's actually really dope. So, congrats to him. That's good. I mean, and giving opportunities to people that normally wouldn't have gotten endorsement deals and stuff like that from a restaurant like that. So, that's dope. The, the look on my face <laughs> is the tightness of my golden handcuffs. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, there, there, there are other thoughts, but you know, still, it's, it's still a, I think it's still a good look. Mm-hmm. I think he'll do, I, I mean... Britney, it's funny. Don't get me wrong. The Britney Reiner thing is actually funny, but it has more to do with her than the actual campaign itself. Yeah. Uh, I'll say this um, <laughs> because I, I think I got irritated with that. Um, I am definitely a proponent for uh, people of color getting opportunities. I'm a proponent, like you said, T for non-traditional people who normally wouldn't get major market type opportunities like that. Because look, let's be honest. uh, They probably wouldn't have touched her uh, if two chains wasn't involved. They probably wouldn't have touched Ray J if two chains wasn't involved. Um, (laughs) I didn't mean that as a joke. I was, <laughs> I, I, I disagree. I'll let you take credit for those jokes. I disagree. I think a cre- <laughs> I think quite a few people in the Christmas office would have wanted to touch Brittany Reiner. Oh. Uh, you know, are they hiring? <laughs> uh, look, they, I, I I talk bad about her. I do, and a lot of it comes out of just me feeling bad for her, really. But there's no denying that she is good looking. No denying that. Anybody who says she is not good looking is a hater. It's being a hater. Or or legally. Uh, But yeah, look, get what you get. I'm fine. That that's cool. I just, you know, and I've said this about movies and, and different things. I just when we get an opportunity, we don't have to be side chicks twerking. We don't have to do that. I think she's an attractive woman. I think she has name and face recognition in, in the target market. He's obviously trying to hit without making a mockery of herself, which she doesn't like because she does it and then complains about it on the internet. Yeah. So, you know, um, <laughs> well, along the, along them lines, let me um, shout out to Lizzo who made history last week and played a 200 year Flute. Yeah, I saw that. It was a flute once owned by um, President Number Four. What's his name? Is it James Madison? No, I don't know. No, it wasn't. Some, James. It's not James Madison. Oh, but I, no, I think it was Number Four President. 
I'm so mad at this. I'm sorry. Why? I'm, I'm going back. I'm sorry. I'm going back because I'm reading the comments and I know better to re- than to read the comments. There are so many women that are, are applauding this. <laughs> Listen, she. you talk about the whole Britney thing? Yes. Well, she's getting yeah. her check. She's getting her money. So There's some things are bigger than just getting money is his point. I'm sure. I get yes. that. But that's probably why some of the other women are applauding her because. That's exactly it. Yeah. Get the bag, get the check. Brilliant marketing. It is not brilliant marketing. <laughs> I, I think it's a it's a it was a great opportunity. Hey, look we at We got Kim one Card- person that says, Why are we normalizing this? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, th- 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 okay, no, you know, I'm a, I'm gonna move the conversation for it. Folks, what do you think about the Brittany Reiner Crystal's marketing thing? Let's see your comments in the in the comment section. We can talk about it there. Um, All right, let me stop looking at it. President number four was James Madison. Yes, um, there was a flute, crystal flute, 200-year flute, once owned by James Madison. Um, Library of Congress actually allowed Lizzo to play it. And she, um, in Lizzo fashion, twerked and played a couple of notes on it. (laughs) 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 To which I said, James Madison is rolling in his grave, uh, twerking along with her because he was against slavery. He's one that was against slavery. Okay. He was twerking. He was twerking with her. So <laughs> there's, we got one. <laughs> twerking and James Madison are now, now going to history books together. Oh my goodness. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah. There's a, Oh God, I want to be awful again. You can't see. No, you have responsibilities. <laughs> I do. You have responsibilities. Counting on me. Yep, yep, yep. You have to leave the comedic, uh, real stupid comedic stuff to me, and I will gladly, <laughs> gladly take it out. Um, speaking of comedic, um, I, I, I figured I'd make her suffer and stand behind me for a little I bit. I see, because I'm like, <laughs> I need to tell my story. <laughs> okay, Kelly. Hi, welcome to the show. Thank you. What did you want to share with us? Kaylee went, she went I out was supposed, with some, First of all, uh-oh. I was supposed to share this a few weeks ago. Well, you, you, have a busy, you have a busy schedule. Your schedule is way more busy than mine. <clears throat> We're going to leave it right there. Anywhere who. So I went, I finally got out the house after the baby was born, right? I guess. Oh, this is before. Okay. I can't even remember because my exactly. days are just like. I went to bingo. I went to bingo and I'm very, my, wait, don't laugh. Don't laugh. Listen. So I know I sound really excited because that was like my first outing. Our thirsty neighbor invited her out. Yes. Thirsty neighbor. Shout out to thirsty neighbor. She invited me out to bingo. I had never gone to bingo before. I always thought that bingo was just like, you know, what you see on television with the one card, you know, and call out the numbers, B this, I this, and right. this. It is exactly that. No. It's, yeah, they call out the numbers and the letters, but it's, yo. So, okay, what was so, so, what was so exciting about this bingo uh, game? Because it's just bingo. Like, what, I've never you, played bingo did before. Did you take shots every time you missed a letter? I ever? wish. No, I, the, the closest thing I've played to bingo is the Honduran version of bingo, which is called Chalupa. There's a hun- or, or Loteria. Chalupa or Loteria. Okay. So is- I I have the cards here. I, I forgot to bring it upstairs with me. So it's, it's you know, the cards and it shows El Diablo, La Campana, like the devil, the bell, and you put, you know, you could eat. <laughs> Why is the devil on a bingo game? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. 
el borracho, the drunk. If you get it wrong, you get it real wrong. You're going to hell. And so, Don't make no mistakes. In, right. in Honduras, you can either bet with money or... Or your soul? No, shut up. Or you use like beans and stuff. Shut the hell up. So that's the closest thing I've played, I've played to bingo. I can't stand y'all. So when I went to bingo... You don't have no money to bet today? Oh, it's all right. So I got to say, I got to make this quick because I have, I have a child crying. I hear them crying in the oh, background. Okay, so I went to bingo. It was absolutely exciting, but we were in there a little bit longer than I expected. Okay. Because it started at 8 p.m. We didn't get out that ish until like midnight. So tell us about the room. What was the what? room? Okay, so it's a... <laughs> I, I, would I say elderly? It, it's ranging in ages. Senior citizens? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you were playing, so you and Thirsty <laughs> Neighbor and someone else were yes. the youngest people there? Yeah, probably. No, actually, there was crackheads in front of us that was younger than us. Excuse us? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Alleged crackheads? Alleged crackheads. Okay. They look like crackheads. Damn. And it was sitting in front of us. And <laughs> uh, I don't know if I want to ask. Okay. I can tell. No, but I could tell they were, they was on something. Because they, to, they okay. was like passing stuff to each other under the table. <laughs> and this is taking place at a church. They was eating Bobby Brown's chicken. Probably. Probably. And so the bingo was taking place at the church. And they just looked. But you could see. Crack, alleged crackhead all over in their face. Substance abuse. Substance abuse in their face. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so they were probably the youngest ones there. Damn. Um, you couldn't bring kids. Okay. No alcohol, which was, I was like, damn, we can't even have like a little bit of, you know, wine or whatever inside. No, because it's in a church. Oh. In a sick. Yeah, no, no Hennessy. No Hennessy. Well, the church, I mean, it's a, it was a Catholic church, but they, the, the, you can drink out of, Oh, no, not yeah. not for bingo. So apparently there's yeah, yeah. this blood of Christ, blood of Christ. <laughs> it was like B thirteen. The power of, of Christ compels you. <laughs> <laughs> so listen. So they had like a different amount of money that was you, that you could win, and it's not just one way, one style of bingo. There's you could win bingo in a diamond form, a box form, and uh like a corners. Okay. And I'm like, yo, like I wasn't prepared for this. There was one guy that he, and you can get different types of sheets. There was one guy, he bought 10 sheets of the bingo game uh-huh. and he oh, yeah. won. He had like probably five cups of coffee while there. You have to bring your own snacks. I wasn't prepared. I wasn't prepared because I'm thinking, oh, we just going to be in there for an hour, two hours or whatever. How much, nah. how much money was on the line? Oh, uh, it was like $2,000, like two, $3,000. That's not But right. it's different. It's, it's, it's for every different bingo game, you can win a different amount of money. See, Gladys will stab somebody for $2,000. No, listen, there is one lady there <laughs> that will fight you. Like every time her number comes up, she shouts it, but she wasn't there that night that I went. Okay. And so I realized that I was not prepared because I walked in with my little $20 thinking <laughs> I was going to do something. Well, and that and my wife is also very cheap. But continue. I am, and I am very proud of it. I have no problem saying it, okay? No problem whatsoever. So I walk in there, and here come the people in their walkers with the canes, mm. with bags full of snacks. One lady pulled out like a bunch of grapes, crackers. Another one pulled out a sandwich, got the Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Mm. And, and I'm like, yo, 
I only came in with twenty dollars because I'm thinking I'm not gonna be here that long. I was hungry towards the end of the night. Mm-hmm. I have no snacks or nothing, and I didn't win. I was very upset. <laughs> I was very upset. <laughs> but also that- now here's what here's what I thought was finna happen. I thought you was finna say the old lady with the walker got in a fight with the crackheads and it popped <laughs> off. <laughs> You're, 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 uh, what I was, is it? Uh, I was waiting Day for Noir that. Noir is, is, uh, I didn't win. Yes, <laughs> I didn't win. I was very upset. I was very upset, but I was excited because I went to bingo. Like, that's the whole thing. I was excited. You know what this is? So I'm going to be going back. You, you, oh, you, and you plan on going back? Of course. Okay. My mother, I, t- I text my mother and I told her, Ma, I'm going to bingo. She's like, nah, don't do it. That's how people lose their houses. She's Jeez. like, don't go betting on the house. Don't be putting. I'm like, Ma, that, that's not. For bingo? Thing. For bingo. Some people, I'm telling you, the guy that had all those square, the blocks, the sheets of bingo, he must have spent like $100. He spent like $100 on the bingo sheets. And then... One a whole bunch of money. I mean, at the end of the day, it's still gambling. You know yeah. what I mean? It is right. It yeah, is. I but guess next time. So you, this is this is a new thing for you now. Bingo! I have to possibly. Be, I, have I to. gotta get my visor. <laughs> I gotta get my visor for bingo, and I need to get my windbreaker. You have to bring a weapon because it's like- <laughs> you need you need the bubby outfit. You gotta you gotta get a, a tracksuit. <laughs> yes, I need my tracksuit for bubby. bingo. Yeah. Yep. I'm gonna get my tracksuit and my visor, all and, that, and and, and, a, and a, a concealed alcohol in a cup. Huh? No comment. Yeah, you're gonna do it anyway, so don't front. <laughs> I go front. Well, uh, Kelly, I, I wish you luck on your next bingo expedition. Thank you. Um, you and thirsty neighbor both. Don't fight no old people in there, please. No, 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 no. We ain't gonna get there. Okay. Maybe the crackheads. Oh, watch out for the crackheads. Thank you. Well. <laughs> I, I'm sure. Thank you. Thank you for joining us, Kaylee. Right, thank you for having me. I appreciate your time. No problem. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Look on your face. It's priceless. Because <laughs> you heard it. Because I called her before we started recording. Was like, yo, you want to come on or or you want to schedule? Said, I have reschedule. We schedule out. I'm like, all right, cool. And she busts in here like, hey. <laughs> I did have something I wanted to run by her, but she bounced. So I'll run it by you at the end of the show because uh-huh. we did not plan on talking about it. But uh-huh. as she was standing there, it it popped in my head. Okay. Uh, you want to talk about uh, the woman king? Let's go. Let's do it. Now I'm I all am right. not familiar with New this movie. at all. I mean, I've seen the I've seen the trailer for it. I know um, what's what's the sister name uh, that's starring in it. I, uh, she she walked like her feet hurt. Um, Viola Davis. Viola Davis. That's just the. One. <laughs> <laughs> she walked. She walked like her corns is bobbing. It's always <laughs> she's hobbling along. Oh, that shit made me lightheaded. <laughs> she walks like her feet hurt. I love Viola Davis, but she you gonna have me watching videos of her walking. She know how she went back there. There was somebody actually did a parody of her walking. She reposted it. it was like, yo, why y'all do me like that? So she she know what it is, but her walk is her walk is infamous at this point. Man. Oh. All right, but let's go. What happened? So I'm glad you mentioned this. So Viola Davis starred in the movie The Woman King. It's about 
a, a tribe in Africa uh, with warrior women mm-hmm. and they are strong and powerful and fighting to free. Uh, and I haven't seen this movie. I only read the plot and I struggled with after I talked to you about what I discovered about this film, mm-hmm. I struggled with, do I watch this movie to, to see it firsthand for myself and make a judgment or why would I support something like this? Right. So I struggle with it. I have not seen it. I still struggle with it. Okay. But um, she plays the, the, the main character, the titular woman King. Um, and they are uh, fighting for what's right. We'll just, you know, do it that way. Give the synopsis that way. And I think in an interview, Viola Davis uh, said that they were superheroes. Mm. Well, they were not superheroes. What makes you say that? They were, they were instrumental. The, the actual tribe that this film is based off of, Mm -hmm. as I have read, and as I have heard, I've watched a few historians talk about it. It hit my radar from that. And then I did a little bit of reading, not as much as I wanted to do. I just didn't have a ton of time. But the the tribe that the film is based off of, I'm looking for the name so I can be kind of right, mostly. Dahame, D-A-H-O-M-E-Y. I apologize if I'm saying that incorrectly. They were instrumental in um, providing captured slaves for the uh, Atlantic slave trade. Wow. They were, as I have heard and and read, uh, noted for their viciousness and their violence, um, removing the uh, reproductive organs of males. Oh, wow. Removing the heads of enemies, forcing women and children into slavery. Wow. And selling said slaves into the the, the slave trade, the Atlantic slave trade. Mm. Now, I find it very disturbing that this, again, going back to my Frustration with which stories we tell. And I'm going to correct myself on that in a second. I said that that way on purpose. Okay. Um, You mean to tell me as long as Africa has been around, as many tribes that there are, you couldn't find a better story to tell. Correct. You couldn't find a better story to tell. You had to take a story of, by all accounts that I've read, bad people and whitewash it to make them good people. Well, one would say, why would something like that happen? Well, who wrote the movie? I'm glad you asked. Let's, uh, let's bring up. Because I mean, because as I understand it, because as I understand it, it is a complete work of fiction. It is it is a work of fiction based on s- real story. So the character played by John Boyega, the the they called him 
the slaver king, not in the movie. In real, in real life, he was the slaver king. Mm. That was a real person. Viola Davis's character was not a real person. The Nawi, I think, is the other character. That character was not a real person, but there was a real person with that name. So what what the character did in that story arc was not real. Okay. Um, but they based it on real stuff, but took out all of the real stuff when they could have just told a different story. But I have on, on screen a picture. You said who wrote it? Yeah. It's woman, Dana Stevens. Mm-hmm. And another woman, you just see me working it. Sorry. Two European women. Maria Bello. Two European women. Wow. I think it was Dana Stevens who had gone into that area, the, the area that they inhabited in the past. She went there now heard of this story, wrote the story, pitched it to studios, studios turned it down. 2017, um, Sony Green lit it, put it together, put it out, and here we are. Mm. Okay. So I'm bothered by this on a, on a major scale because I feel like the history was taken, it was twisted to create a woke empowered woman narrative. Mm. And it bugs me. And it bugs me. It feels cannibalistic. You took our story that was not a good story to be told, not in, in this thing, and you fed it back to us in marketing in a terrible way. You got a whole lot of people out there thinking that these was good people. Like and, and the only reason that I, I even went down this rabbit hole was because I saw about three or four people that I know who had gone to see the movie and they were telling me how amazing this movie was. Mm. I was like, uh, all right, I'll, I'll check it out. So I wanted to just kind of read up on it because I didn't really know a whole lot about it. So I was like, let me read up on it before I go to see it. And then I started reading up on it and was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is not good. But the three young women responsible for putting this together is Dana Stevens and Maria Bello, writers, and one uh, Miss Kathy Schumann, producer. Now, it well, was directed by an African-American woman or a woman who I assume is African-American, but she is a woman of color. And it was directed by her. Here's the, so here's the thing. And I and I hear everything you're saying about this, and it's it's it sounds like yes, horrible people that did some hard okay, some some people, some of our ancestors that did some horrible things to some other our other ancestors, right? Um yes. and Hollywood doing what Hollywood does. I mean, the stories of cowboys and Indians is is a work of fiction as well, where the you know, they made the Indians, the Native Americans out to be the, the savages when really it was the Cowboys. So, you know, it, it's, it's not surprising that that's what, you know, what, what happened with this. Right. But I would still want to see this. I would still want to see the movie and, and, and try to understand what is it that, that what, you know, what is it? it I guess my, my, my question is what is the point? What is the point of this, of doing this story like this? And I think Mike is stuck. Are you there? 
Oh boy. Bear with us, folks. Oh, I just can't. <laughs> you there? I was just about to call you. Technical issues. Bear with us, folks. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, the, the 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 camera froze on us. Yeah, my whole system is froze. Wow. System is froze. Okay, I can hear you bits and pieces. I can hear you coming through the um through the Zoom a little bit here and there. Yeah, this is what happened last time. Wow, did it overheat? All right, looks like we're back in business. All right, looks like we're back in business. Okay. Can you hear me all right? I don't know what just happened. Yeah. Okay. Now, I missed everything you said, and I want to hear everything you said. <laughs> well, I was simply saying, I was simply saying that I would still want to see the, I would still want to see the film and try to get, you know, an understanding if, if there is anything to be understood about why would they tell this story? If there's a point to telling this story, you know what I mean? If it's, because some things are strictly just, for fiction, for entertainment purposes, and that's it. I do believe there are, you know, there there can be lessons and things learned even from fiction. But I, you know, I, I think I would still want to see the film just to kind of, kind of get, you know, get a, a little bit of an understanding from it for myself. All right, it, it froze again. Um, but as I understand, what I picked up is that your point is that. This is something that Hollywood does. Absolutely. They will fictionalize a thing. Absolutely. And I agree with you. Braveheart fictionalized. Mm -hmm. To your point, anything cowboys and Indians, and forgive me, Native American people for even using that phrase, fictionalized. Correct. Um, However, I cannot recall, and it doesn't mean it hasn't happened, but I cannot recall Cowboys and Indians being marketed to Indians. Native Americans. Like they don't, correct, right? Like they, we're being fed a lie, mm. right? We're being preyed upon in an, in an insidious way. It's the first time I, that I have ever seen this happen. Now, again, fictionalized all day long, they do it, but why... So what is the point? Mm. It seems very, I don't know. Yeah. I get, again, like I said, I, I would want to see it just to kind of understand. I mean, maybe I, I mean, I, I didn't rush to the theaters to see it. I, you know, um, I, I'm, I wasn't as moved to go, you know, to run to the theaters to see it first, you know, to see it first. Um, but I will, I will check it out when it, when it's available on, when it's available on, um, on demand, I will check it out from my living room, you know what I mean? And so, so I can, you know, kind of digest it on my own. And if, like I said, if it's, if it's, it's just for the fiction for the sake of being fiction, I, I think I can, 
enjoy stuff just for off his face value, but understand, you know, it's 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 like, you know, like Santa Claus. You know what I mean? You understand it's not real. This is just for and this is just purely for entertainment. And, you know, you take it as such. I yeah, I got a problem with that. Okay. Right? Like I, I do. Um, I don't know. And I was trying to come up with an analogy. I can't because this is a very new situation. Yeah. But I do I, it's I, not like anything I've ever seen or experienced before. I get what you're saying though, but while it being marketed directly marketed, you know, to us, taking a complete, a lie complete, is being directly marketed to us. Yeah. And what the point? What the a point lie. of that is? Well, right. Like, why would you do that? Yeah. Well, mm. along those same lines. Um, I don't know if it's being marketed to us, but have you seen the the photo of our um, infamous cousins, Candace Owens and Mr. Kanye West? <laughs> I have seen said photo. So first off, he made he, uh, Kanye made an appearance at the Balenciaga um, fashion show. They were all walking in mud, <laughs> darkly lit mud. And he walked out. Oh, did you? Did, did I send this to you? <laughs> I can't. That, him and that walking, walking yes. that runway of mud. Yes, you and, did. And, and that Joker looked so silly in that outfit. <laughs> as he, he walked, looked like a, a swole up oompa loompa. As he walked, this is what I heard. Because <laughs> that's what he looked like. Some sort of serial killer walking out. To- <laughs> Like no matter how fast you run, that that stroll he got, he gonna catch up with you. That's what I saw. Um, <laughs> but also, but but and so a day after that, there's a there's a picture that's circulating with both Candace Owens and and Kanye West sporting a, a shirt on the back of it where it says "White Lives Matter." There's been quite a few people that take have their takes yes. on have you know um their takes on it. Um I like I there was okay, so there was a quote that Talib Kwali posted with this picture. Hold on, let me let me pull it up. And I think I think it, it actually says it better better than I could ever express myself. So I will read it. I will read it to you. Um, Like an unchecked cancer, hate corrodes the personality and eats away uh, its vital unity. Hate destroys a man's sense of values and his objectivity. It causes him to, to describe the beautiful as ugly and the ugly as beautiful and to confuse the true with the false and the false with the true, unquote. Martin Luther King Jr. Okay. <clears throat> um, Kanye crazy. Like, we, <laughs> know. <laughs> we know Kanye crazy. So I can't, I can't really like, I think we said it what in 2020 yeah. maybe or 2021 when we were just like, ah, just done with Kanye, whatever. Yeah. 
I, I just kind of feel that way about Khan. And, and you know, and let me take that back crazy because I think even in the shows where we were talking about him, I, I was hesitant to label him crazy. He does have some mental issues going on, self-admitted right. mental issues going on. So I, you know, I don't want to minimize him by calling him crazy. Um, when he's not on his meds, he be on some shit. <clears throat> be on some dumb shit. Say um, it correctly. And, <laughs> and when he is on his meds, he be on one. Also, uh, is the statement on the shirt a lie? No. Statement is not a lie. It's not even. However, a, yeah. However, one must question the intent of wearing the shirt and putting the statement on the shirt. Right, because they didn't put it on the shirt and wear the shirt just because it was a true statement. They wanted to say something by doing it. And uh, let's get to Candace, who I like. Really? I like her a lot. Yes, I do. Candace, people say what they want about Candace Owens, but if you listen to her, she says a lot of things right. She really does. People just don't like her for how she says it and some of the things that she does says, but she does say. But- I, look, I think in Kanye's mind, it's artsy and edgy and pushing the envelope and telling some big universal truth, right? Because that's kind of how he processes. In her mind, it's trolling. Yeah, She's trolling. Yeah, very much trolling. But I, I think she there, there's self, I mean... For Candace Owens, there's some there's some sense of self hate, or putting on to be accepted um, by conservatives, and you know I don't know that she really believes all the stuff that or or she really believes some of the stuff all the stuff that she says and says you know I you know I don't and I I don't think she's I don't think she's stupid. I think I think the things that come out of her mouth is stupid or misguided. Why? Because a lot of it seems like the stuff that she says is goes completely it's like punching yourself in the face. You know? Uh I what if um there shouldn't be okay to there's no reason to have a, a okay I'm getting see I'm getting the I'm getting the stupidity confused was it her <laughs> was it her or um our other light skinned silly cousin um that said that there was no there's no reason to have um a black history month or a BET networks or you know what I'm saying stuff but she would agree with if she didn't say those things. I think she would agree with those type of things. You know what I mean? Um, Do you know Morgan Freeman said the same thing? Yeah, but I believe Morgan Freeman's point was it needs to be taught all year round. And what was her point? It's not necessary. Why though? Like I, I didn't hear her say this. And and and. Ugh. I am not a Candace Owens super fan. Let's just put that out there. But of what I have seen of her and what I have heard from her, 
she speaks out of a, a place of intelligence. Even when I don't agree with what she's saying, there's an intelligent reason behind it. I don't, I don't see self-hate. I see a difference of opinion. And I think a lot of people want to put her in buck in a bucket because they think she should think a certain way. And when she shows up not thinking that way, they say, well, how could you say this thing? You must hate yourself. And if you listen to her, she'll tell you exactly why she said it. Okay. But it's not out of hate. It's well, just a difference of opinion. Well, here's the thing. Words, words matter. And the, the, the having sure. that quote, you know, that phrase on the back of the shirt as they do, the white lives matter. Yeah, that's a true statement. White lives do matter, but we already know that. You don't have to go around saying that. And the only reason, the only time people, you, you ever hear that phrase is in protest of someone saying black lives matter. Now that's not, and, and, and how can you, if it's supposed to be in protest, when black lives, saying when people say black lives matter, I haven't, in fact, it's in, in front of me right now. Black lives matter is actually, there's an implicit two to that statement. That's the whole point. You have to, like, to feel like it has to be said because there's so much that happens that, you know, that, you know, that shows that, that our lives, black folks' lives, don't really matter. You can get away with almost anything, you know, done to a person of color. And so when, so when the Black Lives Matter movement started, and I'm not talking about the organization, I'm talking about the statement itself, there were many people, there were many people that would, you know, antagonize and protest the Black Lives Matter statement by saying blue lives matter or white lives matter. And it's a it's in it's in it's in protest. That's the whole point. So understanding the origin of it, when you see something like when you see something like that on their shirt, you understand where they come from. You see somebody else walk, walking around with that, it's it's coming from Black Lives Matter is not in in protest of anybody else's life mattering. It's about us saying, "Hey, we matter too. Don't don't kill us. Don't you know have have compassion for black people. That's what it's about. And White Lives Matter is is in protest of that. So I do not disagree with anything you just said, which takes me back to her saying she's trolling, mm -hmm. right? Um, first, I'll say this, <laughs> and this is the marketer in me. Black Lives Matter is a poor marketing position because it can easily be misunderstood. Okay. Black Lives Also Matter is a better position. It leaves very little room to be questioned or doubted. And if you put it out and say Black Lives Also Matter and someone comes at you with Blue Lives Matter and White Lives Matter or whatever, now you really know where they're coming from, right? Because the other way without the also, one could argue, and not one could, many have argued that the positioning and the movement isn't one to be included uh, uh, in the ranks of human deserving proper human treatment, but one of superiority. Many have argued that. And I see their point. That's I don't agree but I see the intelligence of their point. Mm. I don't. <sighs> Candace is trolling. Kanye is a little bit off his rocker. I'll, I'll, I'll give it that. I don't think she hates herself. I just think she, she disagrees. 
right? Um, and I'm always open to hear how and why a person disagrees. I think everything you said about the value of 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 a black life is true. I think you're on point with it. I think when people use that phrase, it is 100%, well, maybe not 100%. In, in my estimation, I think it is in opposition because you you didn't wake up on Tuesday and say, you know what, my white life matters or my blue life matters or my red life matters or my, you know, whatever life matters. You only said it after the other thing was said. So it calls into question why, right? right? It is in opposition to what the other person is saying, which you have the right to do that. But then one questions your motive, mm-hmm. right? Um, and, and, and let me say this, you can do it in opposition and still not necessarily hate black people. You can do that. But one calls into question why you would say it at that time. Yeah, it, it's it it is easy to infer, or that you might not like black people very much because you're co-opting their moment mm-hmm. to say my life matters. Or for your, someone, yes, your life does matter. Can you say that tomorrow after I have this moment mm-hmm. to talk about the issue that's burdening me? Then we can freely discuss the issue that's burdening you. Yeah, or the or, or the other phrase is all the all lives matter. Which is always only only heard in protest <laughs> in response to Black Lives Matter, and like we're not saying that your we're not saying that your life don't matter. We're saying hey, include us in. Okay, yes, you're absolutely correct. All lives matter, including Black lives. And get people to act like. Act Here's what I would like. like to see. Here's what I would like to see. I would like to see more well thought response, right? Because. Your anger is not going to change, excuse me, your anger is not going to change an ignorant person's mind, right? Um, so if, if, if I say black lives matter and someone says to me, all lives matter, you know what I, I would like to see? I would like to see more people say, thank you. Aren't I a life? And they say, well, yeah, you are. Well, great. Since we're talking about all lives Let's take a moment and talk about mine. Then we can take a moment and talk about yours because I agree yours matters and theirs matters and theirs matters too. My particular issue with calling out mine within the framework of all is that by action and practice, it appears that most don't believe what you're saying that all do. Yeah, you you just... <laughs> you don't get that in a protest though. <laughs> no, 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 no. I get it in conversations though. Right. I've what, had these conversations. I go and purposefully have conversations with people who don't think like me. I do it on purpose. And then I find out 99% of the time I find out that we have more in common than we don't. And 99% of the time we find a common ground by which to start like really trying to understand each other. And there's some people that I've sat at a bar with and bought a beer. I, I, I was, I, this was a few months ago. It was after some shooting and I went in and I, I think I was off work that day. Cause it was in the middle of the day. And I went in the bar to get some lunch and I sit down and order my lunch. I grab a beer and, and, and I hear a couple guys talking about it and they're factually off base mm. and forming opinions based on incorrect facts. 
So I corrected them with the facts and we had a conversation and they, they were clearly bothered that this black dude was correcting them. But <laughs> we spent about 30 or 40 minutes really talking about it. And we came around to where we had found the common ground. And now we're talking about bigger issues that affect black people, that affect white people, that just, we were building. And it was another guy sitting at the end of the bar who had nothing to do with the conversation. And he bought everybody around the drinks. And we were like, oh, what was that for? He was like, I like to see people talking and coming to some, some type of peaceful agreement. Yeah. And I was like, all right, yeah, this, this, was, this was a good day. You know, <laughs> this was a good day. But I mean, look, they, they, were tr- they were clearly trying to get under people's skin. They was tr- clearly trying to be talked about. Um, it's working. They are being talked about. Uh, you know, what can you do? <laughs> yeah, what can you do? Well, um, uh, yeah. Well, if we don't get it together, there'll be a new race of people that will take over. Um, called robots, and we, we we've seen this is starting to happen <laughs> because um, our our other uh, misguided but very rich cousin, everybody's our cousin now, um, <laughs> uh, at Tesla. Have you seen the uh, this? Uh, uh, they have uh, they have uh, robots. Robot. Yeah, um, from ABC. Check the look out. at how Tesla aims to bring humanoid robots into the workplace. They look like that. And eventually, they could end up in your home. Huh. Elon Musk is debuting a prototype, and ABC's Deirdre Bolton has more. Introducing Optimus, Elon Musk's long-anticipated humanoid robot. His name is Optimus. Musk and the Tesla team unveiling the robot at Tesla's 2022 AI Day. It's literally the first time the robot has operated without a tether. The five foot eight prototype walking on stage and waving to the audience. Wow. And even busting a move. The bot running with the same hardware makeup as Tesla's autopilot system, fully equipped with advanced human-like qualities. It's gonna do everything that a human brain does. Processing vision data, making split-second decisions based on multiple sensory inputs and also communications. The Tesla and SpaceX CEO says he hopes Optimus will fundamentally transform civilization, one day handling tasks thought to be boring, repetitive, or downright dangerous. Or too expensive to have people do because they laid off a bunch (laughs) of people. (laughs) Tesla laid off a bunch of folks. And something tells me they're going to have some of these humanoid robots on there. But we've... We've literally seen this movie before, haven't we? Yeah, the fr- yeah, that was the first thing that I thought is like, has Elon Musk not seen Terminator? Oh, the, right? well, <laughs> Terminator. Uh, what's the other one? There's, there's quite a few of them, but my, one of my favorites has to be uh, Will Smith, I, Robot. Robot Written by... Can a robot turn a canvas into a beautiful masterpiece? <laughs> Can you? Bars! look uh written by my favorite author of all time isaac asimov uh i robot i have not read the robot series but i read the foundation series by him if you're a sci-fi geek and you like reading i highly recommend it seven books uh i will not spoil the ending and it just it's fantastic and and apple 
turned it into a series. Mm. So it's a series over on Apple called Foundation. It's based off those series of books. I just started watching it. So far, I do not love it. Okay. Uh, but <laughs> hopefully it gets better. No, the thing that jumped out on that story in that story to me was that they made the robot five foot eight. <laughs> we ain't, we we do not have to worry about the robots taking over because the girl robots will not date the boy robots because they are too short. <laughs> so, they will not procreate. We will be fine. <laughs> so they'll be coming after black men is what you're saying? That's That's the... So, so all the groups now now you have to compete with <laughs> groupie robots. <laughs> Brittany Reiner, Brittany hey, Reiner has <laughs> she has competition finally. <laughs> like they'll tell Brittany, hey, we can literally go all night. <laughs> She's not a the the robot is not a side chick; it's a side chip. So, <laughs> There are all types of dirty jokes floating in my mind right now. I'm not, not going to do it. Not going to do it. I mean, they're hard driving software jokes. Those yeah. are obvious, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> how much RAM? Right. Hey, you, you got all those. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, let you use your own imagination. Um, oh, anyway. I wanted to talk about Ime Udoka, but I think we've run long, man, especially with the freezing up and everything. Yeah, we have. I, I, I mean, if we can touch on it really quickly, pause. Um, the Ime Udoka story, um, apparently he was- Touching on it is what got him in trouble. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he went touching on it, all right. Yeah. Um, what's, no, your, what's your take the, on the, it? The, sh- the short version, well, the short version is, you know, for everybody who's not in the loop, he uh, was the uh, uh, head coach of the Boston Celtics, engaged to Nia Long, actress Nia Long, uh, who was like the bomb in the 90s and still kind of the bomb now. I'm you just say saying. He was. Uh, they got engaged back in 2015, uh, still engaged, never married. He has been suspended for a year, pay cut. For inappropriate relationships, relationships, plural, mm-hmm. with um, uh, people on the staff of the Celtics organization. Um, well done. I forget the 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 owner name of the Celtics, but well done. Hmm. He should have been suspended for the year because they have a no fratner, fraternization. I'm oh. sure I'm saying that wrong. That word fraternization. Wrong. No fraternizing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fraternization. They have a no fraternization rule. Or no frapping. Sounds very dirty. No like frapping. Remember, we used to sit right back. Stay, we called it frapping. Frap. No frapping. Big shout out to all the <laughs> our old uh, co workers from uh, uh, radio. We and, and who actually, I forget who came up with it. Was it. Uh, Jim Crow. Was it, it was either Mike or Post. No, but it, it got over to, it got over to like in the rap world. So like there was rappers starting to say the shit. They had a whole thou shall not frap. <laughs> no self frap. I think it was Jim Crow used it. Shout out to Jim Crow. Do, do you remember like right around that time we was saying it, they came out with that frappuccino? Mm-hmm. Yep. We were saying because we would say it on the air. Drink. It was but here's the t- 
But real quick, I wanted I wanted to run this little clip because um, while everyone was talking about that situation, what he, I don't want to say his name wrong, Ime Uduku, Ime Udoka, Udoka, Udoka. Um, I, I I like what Shaquille O'Neal he was asked about it, and here's what he had to say. I am going to step down from this conversation. Let me tell okay. you why. Okay. I was a serial cheater. It would be crazy and blasphemous for me to get up here and say, boom, boom, bam. I can't do that. I know these guys personally. I know they're going through a lot because I went through a lot. I uh, just wish that, you know, certain parties weren't involved. Like, I, I've, I've known Neil Long for a long, long time. I like her. I know Adam for a long time. And they're going through a lot of family stuff. But I'm, I'm never the guy that's going to get up here because of my platform and fake it. So, shout out to Shaq for keeping it honest. Not even real. Keeping it honest. Um, I'd be interested to in see. Uh, I, I, I literally have no opinion about that. Like, what can you say? Fair enough. Yeah. Um, I wonder if uh, if J. Cole is, because um, everyone started shooting a shot at Neil. Neil Long. <laughs> and you remember J. Cole had J. Cole had that line where he said, you know, yeah. he was too too young for Neil Long. Remember she responded? Mentioned a lot of hip hop lyrics. Oh yeah, yeah. Neil Long. Nose, Kanye West, J. Cole, a tribe called Quest. Yeah. How do you get why do they talk about you in hip hop music? I don't know. I don't know. Are you kind of a sex symbol? The truth. Are well, you? I would have to. Ha- I, I need to ask you that. What do you think? Well, <laughs> if I didn't talk to you on the plane, I must have had a bad day. <laughs> I thought you were going to say no. <laughs> no. I must have been in delusional. So I think the thing with me and hip hop music, the, here's the deal. So I grew up in a time where, you know, Puffy Combs was, you know, running nightclubs in New York City and Boys in the Hood was out and Heavy D and. Uh, my beloved brother, who I miss madly, um, you had Biggie Smalls, you had Tupac, and there was Boys in the Hood. So this was an era where we were all sort of growing up in this business and kind of changed the game a little bit and gave, you know, urban music, rap music, um, black films. We had a space to actually do our thing. And and I think that um, the rappers just kind of are feeling me along a little bit. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's just kind of part of the acknowledgement. Jay Cole is the latest to mention you. He raps in his song, No Role Models. My only regret was too young for Nia Long. He's really not too young. He just doesn't know it. <laughs> Look, we need to she's killing that. me with that false modesty. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know why they, and maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm a sex symbol. I don't know. But Shut sure. up. You know you're hot. She was showing for, <laughs> for a compliment. That's what that was about. She got to see if, if Larry King Larry was King like, was hey, like, you know how many wives I done had? I like you can it. get on this this train, baby. He said it's slick, They don't though. call me the king for nothing. I like how he said, he said, rest in peace, uh, Larry, uh, Larry King, but he said it real slick. If I didn't talk to you on the plane, I must have been having a bad day. <laughs> she was like, oh. <laughs> That is game right there, though. Like, that, that, that was game. That was still game. That. I, was, I, was, I was shooting my shot. So we'll get this out to J. Cole. J. Cole, you got a shot. Yo, if J. Cole, win for you was a win for all of us. We we, we arrived well, for you, she, brother. She walking around L.A. without a wedding, uh, engagement ring on. Oh, it, uh, she took the ring off. She was asked, yo, it, it, y'all want to work it out? And she was just kind of like, <laughs> 
So I, I think she's done. I we think are, I think it's over. We should put, we got a petition. I don't know what, what J Cole's relationship or whatever it is, wherever he who he's with, if he's with anyone, but I think he deserves <laughs> he deserves the shot. His chance at bat. Yeah. I'm just mad that he's the only one. Ime is the only one that's been put out on blast. Yeah, because you know it wasn't like it wasn't like he forced himself on anybody. It was yeah. consensual. So they both broke the no fraternizing rule. Yeah, but so also, why is he the only one that's being well, rated out? I mean, I, I think it's simple. I mean, And the and only one fired. I think it's simple. He's the one that's in power. He, is, he has a position of power within that organization. The woman that he was messing with, what didn't? So, it, so the optics already look crazy. Consensual, I get it, but the right. optics look nuts. And opens up, I, you know, all, I get that. all types of, you know, because she could say, okay, it was consensual, but I felt forced. I felt like I had to go along with, like she could. If this was 15 years ago, if this was five years ago, if this were three years ago, I would agree with you mostly. But I think that's a dangerous statement to make. Now, after everything that has happened, the people who have been fired, uh, brought up on charges, the way the world has changed to say that a woman in the presence of a man who has power is so overwhelmed by his power that she loses all agency, I think is dangerous. I, I, agree. I think it's, I think that's a dangerous statement to say about women. Well, I'm not saying that that's what she would say, that she would say that or has said that or has any intention, intentions of it. But based on, you know, based on past, based on history. There have been, you know, there have been women that have stated things like, you know, uh, you know, have made those allegations. If it were the case, though. God, how do I dance around this? If that were the case, <clears throat> wouldn't wouldn't it be the R word at that point? Because that's that's what they have come to define that as. Very true. The power, the change in power dynamic falls into the R word bucket. Yeah. So wouldn't wouldn't it be that if that were the case? I I just look. I think you are one hundred percent right. It's about optics. Yeah. I don't think the Celtics organization likes the optics of letting go of a woman who had uh, relations with her boss or a superior. Because I don't know if. We don't know who the people are, so we don't know if they reported directly to him or not. Right. But he was a superior in the organization. They don't like the optics of letting a woman go. They know it's going to be backlash. So they, they're they like, yo, dude, sorry, bro, but you got to take this L and she going to get a raise. So yeah, she going to get a raise because she already got a rise. And on that note... <laughs> <laughs> Folks, we appreciate you watching we appreciate you listening <laughs> what's your thoughts about this man we want to see your comments in the comment section that's uh let us discuss and uh we'll see you back here yeah. next, next time around peace y'all peace